don't think you're supposed to say one. Hello, welcome to the Astro. This time we're doing it super produced. We set up the microphones, we checked levels, and we weren't talking, and we weren't mid-sentence when we pressed record. Yeah. So Progress is perfection, as they say. What do they do at the top of like formal meetings? It's like, new business? Oh, really? I don't go to many formal meetings. But it's like, it's 9.13. Right, we're a little behind schedule. That's my fault. It's nobody's fault, it's just <laughs> two SM57s and the truth. Yeah. Uh, we're in the front room yeah, this time. Yeah. Nice natural light spilling in. Yeah, we have emerged from the back cave. I feel like I was a little bit shy about, but no one seems to care or even notice what we're doing. Right, and I think that even though we are on the like absolute opposite side of the restaurant, like the farthest booth from the one we were in last time, pretty much that you could be in. Yeah. I think we have the same server. Yeah. And we just asked for her name. It's Martha. Yeah. Um, I asked for the Wi-Fi password before you showed up, and she was like, are you going to order breakfast? <laughs> but actually, I've been looking forward to this because I decided what I would order so that I don't even have to look at the menu really? this time. Yeah, I want to like, order a Monte Cristo. a Monte Cristo. Yeah, because you, you got it once, mm -hmm. and I don't think I even tasted it, but it looked really nice, like what a Monte Cristo should be, even though I started looking into it this week, actually, because I was pumped about ordering it, and... It's kind of like a variation on a croque monsieur. Yeah, but deep fried. Is so, a croque monsieur deep fried? No, okay. I don't think so. It's just a uh, necessarily. I don't think it ever is. Yeah, it's, fancy, it's, it's fancy a Gruyere and ham. Um, but this one, it's deep fried. Um, and it, does it have ham and turkey? I think it often does, yeah. And it might have Swiss instead of Gruyere. Oh, right. It's the, this, you've got it's like a sweet like a jam. jam. Yeah, yeah. That you dip it in. Right. I've had them with powdered sugar before. Sprinkled on top. Mm -hmm. Sort of like a French toast kind of approach to the bread. Right? Monty 52 does one that's like heavy on the mustard. Oh, really? Monty yeah, 52. Go, I used to go, go there big all the, the time. When, so we used to both live on... Monta was your address Street. on Monta Vista Street? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we both lived on Monta Vista Street in Highland Park for years, and you've moved, and so have I. Um, mm -hmm. But Monte 52 is this place, like, behind the uh, market on Monta Vista and, like, Avenue 52. Yep. Great sandwiches. Great sandwiches. We used to get that buffalo chicken blue sandwich. a lot. It's a good sandwich. Yeah, I mean, it's a classic flavor combination. Anyway, I've been, I've been excited about ordering the Monte Cristo, and I went so far as to Google it and read the Wikipedia page. I guess it's one of Disneyland's iconic sandwiches. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. What do they do with it? Um, I didn't Google that <laughs> heavily, but if you start Googling Monte Cristo sandwich, you'll see a lot about people eating it at Disneyland over the years. And I think maybe it had something to do with, you know, with a lot of these kind of classic dishes with proper names attached to them. There's like a moment when they're introduced to a new audience or whatever. Or like, I think of like the Waldorf salad or, right. or the Cobb salad, you know, being from... Even the Caesar salad, wasn't that like a... I don't know. I don't know about the Caesar. place called Caesar's? Caesar's Palace? No. no, I didn't know that. I thought that. I thought it was invented in Mexico by a guy really? named Caesar. It's funny because you can get a good Caesar salad at quite a few Mexican restaurants. Um, the only one that I can think of is like one of the finest uh, Mexican-influenced restaurants in the area, which is Taco Maria uh, in Orange County. There's a great Caesar salad there. I ate there once. Um, it's, it's in this like very Orange County-looking mall, uh, like outdoor mall. Um, and there are a lot of like white SUVs everywhere. It's like as Orange County as you could get, um, but it's just this beautiful food. Um, the agua chile there wasn't amazing. At any rate, uh, the Monte Cristo. I think maybe, maybe I read and I'll have to fact check this, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that Disneyland, you know, had something to do with like when Disneyland started in the 50s and 60s. They added it to the menu at some point. Monte Cristo. Uh, right. And that might have been like an introduction of the sandwich to, to an American audience. Wow. It's kind of like an Americanized croque monsieur. 
Yeah. Um, anyway, I like the idea that they cut it into three vertical parts. Yeah, they parts. do. I've never seen that done anywhere else. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So this is not necessarily... I so mean, you've maybe, eaten a lot of Monte Cristos. I've eaten it for a fair amount, yeah. Okay. That's a sandwich I enjoy getting in different places I'm at. It's a sandwich I've enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I ate a sandwich for dinner last night, but I haven't had anything to eat today, so I'm like yeah, I ready. Am. So... I might try the waffle. Because I... You might try a waffle? Yeah. That was good. So I was interviewed for a podcast yesterday. You're just like all over the place on the podcast these days. I know, it's been weird. It's rounds. picked up a lot. But because of the cookbook, I'm like yeah. getting... Yeah. There's a food podcast um, run by two ladies called I'll Have What She's Having. Mm. And um, my friend Ken, who uh, runs the new cookbook store in Chinatown in Far East Plaza, now serving, Ken Concepcion, like just email introduced me to one of the podcasters, this girl, uh, Courtney Peranto, and we met at Dinosaur Coffee, where Gorilla Tacos is on Thursdays, and we talked about the book, and she had it? some nice questions and stuff. It was good. It, it uh, You reminded me of it, because when you mentioned the waffle, uh, she was like, so you like ate the food before you, like, because I met Wes through the publisher, that's how we met, and she was like, but you knew the food already, and I was like, well, I definitely had gone to check out the cauliflower taco, because Jonathan Gold had written about it, and I was like, yeah. I need to be convinced of this. Yeah. But then also I remember that I had had the waffles, and, and it was funny because huh. it's not something he does every day, obviously, yeah. but he'll do it on weekends sometimes, and the waffles were so good, and that's like, I think from my like first Gorilla Tacos experience when I was just like a customer, and not... Uh, you know, potentially writing the book or whatever. The thing that I remember the most having is the waffle. Huh. It's just like a good waffle with yeah. like fruit on top. You know, like it wasn't anything very gorilla tacosy. Yeah. Uh, but we were talking about that. I thought that was kind of interesting. I don't know what your philosophy is on this, but like my grad school mentor, John Else, was like, "Hey guys, like." Whenever you're asked to be interviewed for any reason, like I consider it like a moral obligation to say yes because of like what we do and what right. we ask of people to do. Right. You should always say yes to an interview request. Um, and recently, always. That's as I remember it, and he has this way of saying things that's very convincing, and I'm like, yep, that's that's exactly wow. right. Uh, I don't know how you feel about that. Um, you were famously the subject of a lengthy radio documentary piece. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I want to get it on. On Radio that. Lab, shout out to Radio Lab. No, yeah, it's fine. Good show. Good show. So you're going to get the waffles or what? You yeah, closed get, your menu. I'm going to get a waffle. Okay, great. It's funny because Martha was like really hot and heavy with the, like, are you guys going to order? What's up? You can well, have a waffle. Let me pull these mics out. Maybe she's like a little reticent. Although. She didn't bat an eye because we, we were. We were care that we just set up my. Maybe we should just start sitting in Martha's section. I did ask if Roman was in today. Oh, what did they say? He's He still works here, but okay. he's uh, he hasn't started Roman's, <laughs> as we postulated. But um, yeah, he he's just not in today. Um, but yeah, I was interviewed yesterday. I was on like an intense work phone call in the car on my way there and I was like running a little bit late and so I showed up and I was kind of in like a fugue state and I don't really remember much of it and I'm sure that it was even more unlistenable than this podcast. <laughs> really? Really? Is that possible? <laughs> so it's been a week. It's been a week. Um, I've been texting you and stuff like because uh, I've shared the podcast yeah. with a couple people. Yeah. Have I, you shared it with anyone? I have not. Are you, I, well, are you I, too embarrassed to share it with anyone? No. no. <laughs> uh, I mean, I told Kati about it. She just didn't even seem that interested. She's like, oh, what are you guys doing? Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, that's funny because when we first talked about this, uh, I was like, I don't think Caitlin's going to actually listen to it. Yeah. And you're like, Kati, it will. Yeah, she And actually, will Caitlin started it on, on her way home from work one day, and she texted me like from the road because she commutes back like at rush hour from downtown up here to Silver Lake like up Glendale and it's always super trafficy so there's a lot of like red lights and she texted it's good <laughs> yeah but like can you trust her opinion will she be honest oh with no you? I wouldn't trust Caitlin's opinion <laughs> she'll be honest or she'll just say it's good no no it, she's a tough nut to crack so like, she'll be honest she'll oh, say oh she would absolutely say like what are you doing yeah um, she actually found it interesting and she found the sort of like reflexivity about like process and like creativity uh -huh. interesting 
I don't know how far she got into it. <laughs> She's like, listen to the first four minutes. It and was so great. her brother Keith is I like couldn't take anymore. Her brother Keith is like the nicest guy when it comes like anything I do. He's like seeks it out, consumes it, and compliments it. And so. I texted him and I was like, do you want to beta listen my new podcast? And he was like, absolutely. Like, what notes are you looking for? And I was like, no notes. Yeah. <laughs> I just want you to listen and say that it is listenable. <laughs> and then he texted me and he said, I think his words were solid pod exclamation point. And I immediately felt this. I was like washed over by a great sense of shame and embarrassment that he had actually listened to it. <laughs> Yeah. And also, it didn't necessarily, I mean, that's not the most hyperbolic, like, praise that I have gotten from Keith. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's, uh, as with most things that are groundbreaking, it's like, uh, you know, it's not for everyone at first. It's not for everyone. <laughs> that's what you can say about anything good. Oy vey. Um, but how do you feel so far about the division of labor? How did you feel about how we got everything? Right. So after we recorded last week, I took the file and <laughs> promptly, um, you know, in the way all great <laughs> leaders do, <laughs> got somebody else to clean it up for me. <laughs> My friend Rob Amyarv, shout out to, to Rob. So is he going to do this every week? or do he... No. The I mean, thing I is, I, I listened to it back and... You know, the levels were fine. I was just going to, like, boost it with the gain and, like, put a limiter on it. Um, but there was a little bit of um, mic noise, like cable noise or whatever. Because we were doing it with microphones in our shirt pockets? I don't know if it... What I'm wondering is, um, Division of Labor has been great. We'll talk more <laughs> about that. But you have the same microphone today? Yeah. And the same cable? Same cable. I actually brought a different but cable because I had a stands. long one last time for whatever reason. Yeah. But I don't think that that was it. No, it was a continuous, you know, kind of like white noise beneath it. it, it <laughs> and the so, whole show. And we, yeah, I mean, just a little bit of a hum. And I was like, cool, Rob could probably like sweeten this. And he knows more about compression and like EQ and stuff. So I, I think I, I started by asking him like a question about like a, a limiter that comes with Pro Tools. And then that quickly turned into like... Instead of just texting me about this, just send me the file. I'll do it. And, uh, and so he prepped it for us and kind of, you know, quote unquote, mastered it. Yeah. Um, and I think that maybe I'll get together with him hopefully today or I'll talk to him about it today and see if there's like a one size fits all approach to if we're going to have that basically the same sound every time. Although I do have a different cable, so if it had something to do with that, then it'll be different. But we are using my recorder. But I was thinking... So last week, I engineered. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I was watching the time. I was watching the levels. We were using my recorder. And I was thinking we should flip that this week. But you've never recorded two channels into your Marantz. <laughs> never. <laughs> so, never come up. So I'm engineering again. Yeah, but I, I was, So Maybe with the bonus content, we'll release that failed second episode start recording. Right. For premium subscribers. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like sort of an episode 2.5 or like a SoundCloud that we could just... Um, but you figured out the hosting, which is on SoundCloud. And yeah, you, we, got the, we got it up. I put the title in the sub description in the wrong order, so we right. inadvertently and, and then, have the wrong title. And I revised it. Oh, so it's fixed? Well, so it's funny. We talked about this last week on the podcast, but uh, I had thought that we were going to call this the Astro. And you thought we were going to call this Live from the Astro. Mm-hmm. And so, and then we divided the labor last week. I was going to clean up the file and upload it, but you were going to do the rest of, you know, filling in the metadata or information or whatever. Mm -hmm. And and so I saw on the SoundCloud that you created for us that you called it, I believe it was capital L live from the Astro, lowercase t, uppercase A, exclamation point. And then I saw that you had called it two SM57s in the truth. But Colon. It, right. But you had put them in the wrong field somehow no, I did and so i was like i'm not going to address the idea that i wanted to call this the astro instead i'm going to change the typography of it to something that's more to my liking so i changed it to live exclamation point dot 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 from <laughs> the astro capital t capital a is that the name of the show now that's what I put in SoundCloud, but the thing is, <laughs> the thing is that it already migrated to iTunes, so 
I think that on iTunes, the name of our show is 2SM57 and the Truth. And the name of us as like creators or whatever is Live from the Astro. <laughs> but maybe it updates, you know, I don't know. Um, uh huh. Well, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> uh, but, and so I engineered and picked up the check last time, and I was thinking, this time you could engineer and pick up the check. Right. I'll pick up the check, even though you're engineering. Yeah, but so now we're... I feel good about it. Yeah, I feel good. Um, and it's fine if if this, if this we take that one-size-fits-all approach to mastering these episodes to get that <laughs> premium sound quality. <laughs> uh, then, you know, we've got the workflow figured out, and we mm-hmm. don't have to, like, swap back and forth. But there was something, like fun and democratic feeling about like literally yeah. the roles changing every time and we have an email address if you want to send comments oh yeah or what is it i don't even know <laughs> <laughs> it's the astropod at gmail.com Great. the astropod so what should we encourage people you can send topics that you want discussed yeah. yep. absolutely topics um no feedback no feedback. Compliments will be Compliments only. kindly accepted. Um, Please say in the subject line if it's not going to be a compliment so we know not to read it. Right. We'll just delete those. <laughs> and thank you very much. Um, well, what, then I was thinking it, well, I was thinking it was kind of nice that it screwed up because then I was like, well, if the name Astro isn't in it, then that frees us up to have this show be anywhere and we could move around. And so the title of the show would be... 2SM57s and the Truth. I mean, I also wanted the sub to be SM58s and the Truth. No 2, no 57. But this oh, really? Is part of, yeah, but, but also, it's like this thing, like I have this idea in my head, and it's probably not different, really, or better. And so like I saw what you had done, and I was like, this is a collaboration. Like, let David... <laughs> I thought I was doing it the way you wanted it. No, I know. I, I figured that that was <laughs> the case. But you're right. Maybe we could move around, or maybe once they shut us down here. <laughs> they also have come to take our orders. I don't know if that's like a sign. Uh, so I saw somebody at a party on Saturday night, and uh, he's a television actor. Um, but recently he's been having trouble getting work, and he started going to culinary school. He hasn't worked in a year, and he started culinary school. And he knows that, you know, I write about food, and I like cooking and stuff like that. And so he brought that up with me. And somehow I mentioned this to him, and without my asking or even, you know, opening the door to a conversation about it at all, he was like, I'd come on that. Maybe he thought it was like, maybe he lives by the John L's philosophy of even when, when some, not even when someone asks you to be on a show, when they just mention a podcast, you just agree <laughs> you, to be on you, it. You immediately <laughs> yeah, book yourself as a guest on it. <laughs> um no, he's great, and he, uh, he's interesting. I thought that maybe, actually, it might be kind of in keeping with what we at least started in the first episode, which was kind of like, it's like the setting is, like, two guys in their mid-30s, like, talking about work and, like, what's it all mean and why we do stuff right. and, like, finding happiness and process and flow. Yeah. And, uh, I mean he's not like an unknown actor or something like like he's been a working actor forever he has like a following and was stuff was it John Cusack? it was John Cusack yeah <laughs> so we're breaking our rule that I set up last week of no celebs <laughs> JC come on come on down to the Astro Martha is really not paying us no never mind we're 18 minutes in should we talk we're, we haven't really like settled on a topic yet have we? For today? Yeah. No, I didn't even break I didn't even bring any topics this time. Oh, okay. I jotted some down on a well, post-it note this morning. I had some ideas. I mean, I was just gonna talk about me and what's going on with me. That's good, because I feel like there's been too too much of me in this so far. So um what's up? What's on your mind? Um I had kind of a rough week. I threw my back out. Really? Yeah. I threw my neck out this week. <laughs> oh, Jesus. What's going on? This, this podcast is like causing too much stress <laughs> in our lives. No, actually, it's not stress related. I just picked up my daughter in a weird way, and it, like I got a herniated disc. Oh, no. So you, And that was diagnosed. Uh, yeah, yeah. I went to the chiropractor for the first time ever, and he was like, don't do any sitting. And I was like, great. I got to drive to Santa Monica tomorrow. <laughs> oh, you made a rare appearance in Santa Monica? Yeah, I had a meeting. So, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. And I, so I've just been taking a lot of Advil. 
Um, I took an 800 milligram uh, Motrin. Nice. Yeah. That's it. That's what's going on with me. <laughs> so why did you go to a, did you go straight to the chiropractor or did you? No, I waited like several days. I'd never been to a chiropractor and I was like, I got to do something. But you didn't go to like well, your internist or I laid awake panicking that I was going to become a paraplegic because uh, we were having some work done on our house and we live on a stair street. You can't access our house from right. the road. And I made like a quip about... I said something to the contractor like, oh, yeah, no getting a wheelchair into this house or something, because he said something about ADA-compliant work, you know. And then, like, that night, I was, like, in incredible pain, and I was just thinking about how he'd said that it's joke, and I was like, I've baby. cursed myself <laughs> to a life of, of, like, not being able to use my legs, and I'm never going to be able to come. Because you felt, like, the kind of shooting, yeah. icy pain kind of thing? or Yeah, what and was I was it? just like, you know, when you have, like, a injury in your mind, just sort of, like, goes <laughs> to dark places with it. Are you feeling better? Yeah, I'm feeling fine. So how long did, like, the pain last? Because that is I mean, scary. still in pain, but the, basically the guy was like, chiropractor's like, um, explain to me what a herniated disc is and show me the model. And he's like, you got to make space in your joints. And right. He did that, and I felt a little better. Yeah. I mean, I recently have gone to a chiropractor regularly for some... Because I had a pinched nerve in my neck a long time ago, and it still kind of, like, affects me. Um, and then with the torn meniscus, which is, like, turned into, like, a thing. Uh, sorry. <laughs> we're not actually 35. We're, we're both 75. <laughs> I really don't think that Martha wants to come back over here. You think so? I don't know. It's She was so keen to get an order I know. In the, before the mics came out. But she really didn't bat an eye, nor did she last week. Yeah, and I feel like if it was a problem, they would have no problem being like, get out of here with those. But, like... But I'm feeling good. I was, like, looking at it. Oh, sorry. No, that's it. That's the next segment. You're like, I want to talk about me. I'm like, sorry. No, I <laughs> too bad. I want to stop talking about me. Well, I was just looking at an apple on my counter this morning, and I was like, I'm not going to have that because I just want to, like, drink black coffee and, like, I order a Monte Cristo. Cristo. But, you know, there are officially people who walked in after we started recording who are, like, finishing their meals right now. Hmm. What, ha what happens if we don't order by the time the podcast ends? Should that be a rule that we have to order food during every podcast? Well, I don't think we can hang out here if we don't oh, order Oh, absolutely food. not. Well, <laughs> so. Yeah. I did uh, try to come here once just to grab coffee with someone. It was like a business meeting, and I was like, meet me at the Astro, buy you a cup of coffee. Um, and I think that we were asked to order Order something. food. Yeah. Um, somebody's having a beer over there. Never had a beer here. Yeah. And then like a frosty looking mug with, uh, you know, a glass mug with a handle. Oh. It looks kind of, kind of good. Yeah. I'm not having a beer. Right. But we should sometime. Someday. Yeah. Oh. So it smells like burnt toast. Uh, hopefully neither of us is going to have a seizure. It's not the thing the doctor who who discovered that um, before this patient would have a seizure, he would always smell burnt toast. Huh. Do you remember hearing about that? No. And then he, like, clipped that area of his brain. Himself? I don't, it's like a famous neurologist. He did his own lobotomy? No, I think it, this was a patient. Huh. Um, <laughs> what else is going on with you? Um, I think we're running up against the limitations of a chat podcast. <laughs> where we now. don't do any... <laughs> haven't had enough coffee. <laughs> well, I did... Okay, I jotted down some... You got topics. Let's go with what you got. Well, okay, the first one is that there are all these fires going on in, in Southern California yeah. right now. And strangely... Two of the schools that I attended are being threatened by two different fires. Whoa. The Skirball fire is real close to where I went to junior high school, this private school on the west side called Brentwood. And the Thomas fire is like literally being fought as of yesterday at my boarding school. Like like the boarding school, like the hills around wow. with, um, are, are burned. And the, the headmaster, they evacuated the school days ago. Uh, but the headmaster and his wife stayed, and there's, like, a fire crew there, and the headmaster has been posting iPhone videos to Facebook, and he's just, like, feet from a wall of fire, you know, flame, and the firefighters are there kind of, like, calmly putting it out. But a couple friends of mine who I know from 
boarding school who are from that area, from the Ventura area, uh, two friends of mine that I know of, their family homes burned to the ground in this fire. Oh. Yeah. That's it's intense. really tragic. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of fires, and, you know, the, we're over here safely kind of on the east side, and the air smells a little bitter. Sunsets have been nice. The sunsets, yeah, right. <laughs> it's not just the smog, it's smoke, too. And I mean, I was in Highland Park yesterday, and I missed the sunsets from that vantage. It's just right over Mount Washington, and they're like, the palm trees just get silhouetized. Uh, I used to love looking at that. We don't really have that vantage uh, where I am now. You probably have a good, pretty good vantage. Oh, well, you're, it's kind well, of like up the hill. Well, the nice thing is we can see, like, the hillside in the, on the other side of the valley sort of, like reflects whatever the color of the sunset is. Right. We don't see the sunset because our, our, our windows all face west. And the sun rises in the east. So you don't see... East. We face east. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right. Now I'm really... We got to get at least coffee. Over. Yeah, I think we're ready. Oh, Martha? Whenever you're ready. Th okay, thank you so much. There's Christmas music? I think there's been Christmas music playing. The place, oh, the place is decorated for Christmas, by the oh, way. Oh, it's... It's... Santa hats. Dressed to the nines. Christmas right. trees. Um, yeah, sort of like Christmas garlands made to, into the shape of trees and stockings and trees of all sizes. Hi, Martha. Hi. Thank you so much. I'm oh, sorry to... Worry. Don't worry. It's fine. Uh, it's going to be one check. Yes, please. Yes. Okay. You want me to sing for you? Would you sing sure. for us? Would you like to? Oh, sure. Okay, let's what do, do you it. want? Anything jingle you bell, want? jingle bell. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to charge you for it. Okay, how much? Oh, too much money, honey. <laughs> I need to do my Christmas shopping. <laughs> I will. I will. Okay. I think that that's only yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. Just put it later, on the later. <laughs> okay, later. Uh, I think that I'm going to have a Monte Cristo. One check, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, please. Okay, French fries. Is that how it comes? Or onion rings, or fruit, or cottage cheese, or tomatoes. What do you recommend with the Monte Cristo sandwich? Half and half. Okay. Onion rings and French fries. Oh. Wow. That's a good idea. A pro order from okay. a pro from singer. A pro singer and a pro server. <laughs> How long have you been working here? Just 37 years. You've been working here? Wow. Mm -hmm. 37 years? Yeah. Wow. I was 10. Really? <laughs> he believes it. Oh, I believe you. <laughs> no, a little more than that. A little older than that. Well, we've only been coming here for a couple years. Oh, I was here already, honey. Wow. Yeah. What changes have you seen in that time here at the Astro? A lot, a lot of changes. A lot of people has been gone for good. Do you, well, do you have any regulars that have, have been here for that long? Yeah. Really? The guy over there on the second table. Ooh, and the guy on the third table. They've been coming here for like yeah. 30 years. They're a pain in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Laka laka? Okay. I told you he's a pain in the butt. <laughs> you know what laka laka means? Okay. I don't. You tell. Can you translate for us? Skeleton. <laughs> like Day of the Dead. Yeah. Laka laka. Yeah, 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 laka laka. All right. I got to go back All right. to work. All right. I'll take Because laka laka is calling me. Can I get a waffle? Waffle? Just yeah. plain? Or you want a combo? Um, what comes with a combo? Wa uh, bacon or sausage and eggs. You want some eggs? I have a sandwich and onion. Can I just do a waffle and a side of sausage? It's going to cost you more. Do the combo then. Sausage and how do you want the eggs? Sunny side up. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Martha. Thank you, Martha. See you later. You All right. <laughs> and uh, more coffee and water whenever you get a chance. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well. That went well. Tick that box. <laughs> wow. I was just so, I mean, I talked that, about That was our, our best possible outcome. I know. We, we were so wrong about her. She opened right up. I know. She came over and she was like eyeballing the microphone. Yeah. There's certain people who when they see a microphone or when they see a little red light, they just 
light up, turn it on. Yeah. Martha's one of those people. Yeah. I can't believe she's been here 37 years. 37 years. Wow. I think that's the theme, you know, that fits into the theme of the mid-30s. <laughs> uh, she's been working here longer than I've been alive. Right. And she's taking the order from Laka Laka right now. Yeah, her regulars. You know, as my mind, I was like, oh, how, how nice to have these regulars and this, like, been something familiar. Right, like, but she's, you know, like, a thorn in my side. Well, she, she kind of indicated, like, there have been a lot of people who have, like, passed yeah. on, uh, whether those are regulars or maybe Sounds like she was sort of here. saying the good die young, and I'm left here with uh, Laka Laka. <laughs> like, right. The less desirable <laughs> regular. Laka Laka. <laughs> Uh, I, congrats. Well, How do you feel about that? I feel great about that. I feel like a weight has been lifted because yes. I was really concerned they were going to, that they were like tolerating us and sort of like planning how they were going to kick us out but and like, sort of like thoughtfully thinking like well they're regulars but we can't have this bullshit here every Friday right but then it, it, they don't care but I mean this week we're in the main room we have our stands out yeah and I think that that right there we just take our we just like yeah. put our flag in the ground the flag in the earth here yeah oh water. thank you water, water, water. what you guys doing now what are we doing, David? We're gonna come on, David. Tell me. We're gonna have a conversation every Friday mm -hmm. and record it. For what? What for reason? For the world to listen to. Oh. Yeah. What part of the world? Anybody that wants to can a get it. A very small part of yeah, the world. I don't, I, think, think. <laughs> I don't think that many people are gonna. In my you know, world, I hope so. Yeah. Will you tell your friends to listen? I will. But All right. Yeah. We're, so we're doing a podcast. Do you listen to podcasts? Uh, sometimes, yes. Yeah. What do you listen to? I listen. I don't have time. I'm much time. Yeah, I don't, sorry. I don't I hardly listen. Yeah. I live three miles from here. By the time I get here, I cannot listen to anything. <laughs> I watch soap operas and all that on TV. Yeah. Right. And three miles, do you drive or how do you get here? Drive. Huh? Yeah, that's I'm a long gonna walk. I'm going to walk at five o'clock in the morning. Right. So three miles isn't really a long enough drive to consume not. a podcast, right? Exactly. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to have to move farther down. If you right. buy me a house farther down, I'll go. Well, I mean, we're doing an hour every week, so you're going to have to move out to, like, Antelope <laughs> Valley or something like that. <laughs> but they're cheaper. The houses there are yeah. much cheaper. Heard, yeah. If it's for free, I'll go there. Okay. <laughs> Good luck, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Martha. So that was our columnist, Martha. <laughs> um, so cool. Oh, I wanted to um, point out something. Yeah. That is characteristic of the Astro that I'm sure you've seen somewhere else, but uh, I've only seen here, which is like this little bowl of Altadena brand half and half. You know, the oh, little. Oh, I just noticed that they plastic. were Altadena. Right. Um, I don't know what it's not even an ounce like it's maybe it's a half ounce or something like that they put it in a little dish and it almost almost has the look of like a composed like floral arrangement yeah they'll fill them up entirely um so that you know it, it looks like a flower actually yeah it looks like the pistons the the large pistons of a flower and then they'll put one upside down on the top yeah uh, which i just love yeah i took a photo of it and put it on my instagram stories nice I'm dropping hints on Instagram stories about what we're doing. I should do Instagram stories, but I haven't really figured out how to do it. I mean, I know how to do it, but I haven't figured out. <laughs> haven't figured out. <laughs> I haven't figured out how I'm. Continue our theme of how like old and out of the way we are. I mean, I know how to do it. I haven't. I just like. I, I'm not just gonna just willy nilly start making stuff. I want to well, have a plan, and I don't have a good idea for how to do stories yet. I mean, I mentioned this last week, but I want to like reemphasize like you have a great Instagram feed, and I think that one of the things that's great about it is that it's like incredibly off the cuff, like not there's not too much like curation going on necessarily. Mm -hmm. And so, in a way, on my Instagram stories, I'm doing stuff that's more off the cuff probably than I'd put in my main feed. In my main feed, I want something maybe more iconic or something. I mean, I don't think about it. It's right. just like generally true and i think that obviously it's something about instagram that like we all know which is like 
the curated version of your life, you know, the super beautiful version of your life. But like, what I love about your Instagram feed is that it's not that. So you're kind of already doing that. Um, but yeah, like just like your pictures of Faye are like awesome and unconventional. You started out when Faye, in the early days of Faye, um, you were posting a lot of photos of like her stroller in front of like yeah, something of that's like dissonant with a stroller. <laughs> yeah. Like for example, like a NSFW piece of art on a wall yeah. and like her in the stroller in front yeah. of it. There's a yeah. lot of that, which I yeah. loved. Yeah. And now as she's gotten older and she's like running around and stuff, it's, I don't know. It's just like funny pictures of her, um, eating or doing stuff or like a lot of like her standing next to another child and like them in conversation, yeah. which I, I love. Um, but once again, David has a great Instagram feed, so you should D all follow D-Bird2330. Yeah. And you are Richard Parks. Yeah, I'm Richard Parks. So it's Richard Parks, except instead of an I, there's two E's, mm -hmm. unfortunately. <laughs> why did you? Because there's so many Richard Parkses. Right. And so... Um, B, why did you decide to I've do talked about this and not on utilize other podcasts. the three? Oh, oh, why didn't I the third, do... You're the I third. don't know, because I only recently went with the third thing because... So my name is Richard Hill Parks the Third, but if you say that, you're just asking to get smacked, you know, or, you know, people are like, I thought you had a trust fund. I'm like, it's just a family name. Um, but if you don't go with Richard Hill Parks the Third, then you're not one of a kind anymore. You're just, you're just Richard, Parks. Richard Parks. You're just another Richard Parks. So I've been mistaken for in various ways. Richard Parks, the Welsh rugby star. Yeah. Huge star um, who's now retired. And then I was like, finally, it's over. He retired, you know, because no. he like, got into his late 30s or whatever. But then instead of, you know, disappearing, he kind of relaunched himself as a television star and has climbed the seven highest peaks in the quickest amount. He's the Guinness Book World Record for climbing this, the world's seven highest peaks in the shortest amount of time. Wow. He does all this great charity work. There's television shows about him. The guy will not leave me <laughs> alone. Leave you to your name. Okay? He's not going quietly into the good night. Um, Richard Parks, the literary agent, because of my association with uh, McSweeney's and like publishing, right. because I was like writing for the McSweeney's website, and I and my email address was available at some point um, through that. Like one time when I was when I was 19, I wrote a column for the McSweeney's website about bluegrass. It was an advice column. People would write me questions about bluegrass music, uh -huh. and I would respond in like a slightly arch or like overly detailed way, um, which was Dave Egger's idea. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, they're still there, go check them out. Uh, I got an email for Jonathan Franzen. It was- um, For him? Yeah, because he was represented, at least at the time, by this guy named Richard Parks. Uh -huh. And so someone had, I think through just the literary connection assumed, uh, I actually know this guy, I've met him since, but he was like, hey, and it was like a pitch. He was like doing this great collection. It's about, you know, like writers dealing with like growing up in the information age, how that affects your mm -hmm. fiction, um, you know, essay collection, so-and-so and so-and-so are contributing. I think that Jonathan Franzen would be great for this. I hope you agree. And I wrote him back and I was like, I totally agree. <laughs> and I'm 19 and uh, good luck to you. But uh, so Richard Parks, the literary agent, he's in upstate New York. Oh, wow, our food is here. Thank you Enjoy so much. Wow. Thank you. That looks amazing. Smells great. Okay. So what I've got here is... Actually, I was wrong. It's... I mean, how many pieces of bread were involved in this? There's three pieces of toast, and apparently there's something in, in between them, but they're, like, battered-looking and deep-fried. Onion rings smell great, although they definitely were not made to order <laughs> by the look of them. And I got a little coleslaw and a um, quarter slice of a, of a dill. Um, and it comes with Smucker's Concord grape jelly, strawberry jam, and another Concord grape jelly. There's oh, another, no. there's another Two Concord. More. They're hiding down there. But the sandwich itself, it's hot, it's moist. You want, you want a section? Uh, I'll take a bite. I'm just going to get a shot That's of the craziest looking sandwich I've ever ordered. Can I be holding the sandwich out? Yeah. 
Should my thumb be in the frame or not? Absolutely. <laughs> that's like, that's the visual equivalent to uh, starting a recording mid-sentence. Um, oh yeah, I should take a photo of you too. But now my, my hands are all greasy. Maybe, maybe that should be something that swaps back and forth too. What? Like I took a photo of you last time, you take a photo of me this time. Sure. Okay, done. Did you get your food in the shot? Yeah, I mean... David has the, the classic parsley garnish. I never had garnish. the waffle here. I never had the... I'm working with... Yeah, parsley garnish. Whoa, this big, thing... Big waffle, two eggs, butter, a couple sausages. I'm, I'm going to have a, have a bite. Whoa. It's a soft, melty cheese. But then there's also... Is this Swiss cheese? I think it's supposed to be Swiss. It tastes like Swiss, but there's... What is that? Oh, I think that that's the turkey breast. And it looks like it's real turkey breast. Like, wow. not just, like, cold-cut oh, deli yeah. meat. Um, but there's just lots of gooey, ooey-gooey cheese. Um, a thick slice of turkey breast, or a couple. It's really hard to tell what's going on inside. David's buttering up his waffle. Generously applied Generously butter. <laughs> oh, you, and you... You got that whole like Dixie cup full of butter onto that waffle. Oh yeah. And you've got eggs, your your favorite. Yeah, I don't really like eggs. It's fine. That's but you, but you, you know, Martha Mar Martha said it was cheaper than the combo, so. Oh, the sandwich is so crazy and fatty. I'm gonna like, see why they serve it with. Are you gonna be thought. able to do anything after this? Like after you eat that? No. Uh, we're in an edit for something. Um, I'll be fine. What's up? Are you getting a text? Yeah, but it's fine. Don't need... Everything okay? Everything's good. Um, Look at that. Oh, my God. There's such a... I mean, there's like... Have you even put jam on it yet? Oh, I forgot to put the jam on it. the full yet. But the ham, it's like... Well, that's the other thing about the, the Monte Cristo at Monte 52. They serve it with maple syrup instead of compo. Oh, okay. That's where they get the sweet from? Yeah. Which we have on the table here. We could try it. Should I do the... I'm going to go for a Concord grape jelly because I got three of those. I hope that they're, they're able to use these. Um, oh, yeah. And speaking of my boarding school, <laughs> I, uh, I was at Whole Foods 365 the other, the other day. <laughs> and this guy walks by and he's wearing a sweatshirt that says Thatcher on it. Name of my school. Introduced myself. And Caitlin saw me do this. She was like, you know, 15 feet away getting something off the shelf. Saw me talking to this guy. Saw that, you know, he was wearing the shirt that he was wearing. And she thinks that he lives across the street from us. Really? Interesting. Yeah. And I did say, do you live in this neighborhood? But we just missed overlapping. We're five years apart. Did he go to Thatcher? Or he went to he Thatcher, like yeah. Thatcher and I was like, that looks like a pretty new sweatshirt. Uh, he said he graduated in 95. I graduated in 2000. So that means that we never would have overlapped, and I was a new sophomore anyway. So um, we're like, we actually have two years apart instead of one. But the way they do the reunions at Thatcher, you only go every five years. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and you only go with classes that are five years apart from you. So it'd be like 95, 2000, 2005, 2010, all go to the same reunion. So um, I pr probably go to the same reunion as he does. Wow. I've only been to two, but there's only been three. Huh. That's that topic. <laughs> that, should be a, that should be a recurring segment. People what? that Richard ran into with Whole Foods. I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I know that that'll be a good topic. It's funny about the Whole Foods because I'm actually always worried that I'm going to run into someone there. I'm like, I don't feel like seeing anyone, but I need to get, like, a couple ingredients for something. Is that where you do your shopping? I have, like, a multi-pronged approach. Right. Between you said you've been going to Cookbook a lot. Cookbook is worked in the rotation because I, I like to get bread there. I popped into yesterday. It's beautiful-looking bread stuff. there. I like to get lemongrass there. Right. Um, yeah, they have some nice-looking bread there. Yeah, and well, they have Bubba and Grandma's, and they have, like, uh... Oh, they have Bubba and Grandma's there? Yeah. Oh, I should have picked some up yesterday. Yeah. Dude. You get a half loaf. Uh, yeah, so I've been going there. I go to Food for Less. 
to get certain right. staples and Costco usually like once every couple of weeks for Do you go to the Costco bulk. in Los Feliz? Usually. I went to the Costco in Burbank recently. Uh-huh. And it was like nice cuz it wasn't insanely crowded, but I I have been I had like a pretty like profoundly joyous trip to Costco a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Do tell. It was amazing. I don't know. It's like, well, part of it was just that I had, I can't remember why, but I had to spend the whole day with Faye. Like, I was solo parenting the whole day. And Kati was working or something. And, like, we just got into a groove, and, like, we were having fun together. And then right. we went to Costco, and it was just so fun. Also, I love, there's certain things I really love about Costco. One is, like, it feels like one of the few places in L.A. that is not segregated. It's just incredibly diverse. I mean, if you go to, like, certain Costco's, it's, like... Like, if you go to the Costco, like, out in, like, Alhambra, it's, like, 80% Asian and then a right. bunch, like, other people. But, like, the Costco in Los Feliz is always super diverse. It's always, like, overstimulating in a way that I sometimes find, like, really pleasant. Mm -hmm. Where there's, like, a million things happening. And, I don't know, I was just having a good time with Faye and feeling good. And, like, I don't know. It was a weird place to just be in that kind of mood profoundly happy yeah <laughs> you know I, what I mean it seems a little because I've also had some like nightmare trips to Costco and it's like part of it too was that uh, we ate before we went there we had Chinese food together at a restaurant so I wasn't like hungry and I just was like blissfully just like going through the aisles with Faye and we were you like you just sort of doing around. some like jazz shopping <laughs> yeah it was Did great you get any like bulk items that you don't know what you're gonna do with no we kind of get the same stuff Okay. Every week. You know what you're there for? Yeah. Um, I never go to Costco. I don't have a membership. It's good. I like it. It's a good place to get um, cheap toy gifts for preschoolers who are having birthday parties. I'm gonna do, I'm on the birthday party circuit. There's like 26 kids in phase class. Right, yeah. So like half the weekends of the year, I'm at a Gotta a, go pick a up another, party. you know, elephant-shaped, I don't know, teacup? What? What are you getting? I got this really cool, um, so one of Faye's classmates was having a birthday this weekend, and I got her a, it's kind of like a mini dollhouse. It's very, yeah. very tiny, and the people are tiny and all the stuff, and it fits into like a little box in your hand. It's some sort of Japanese thing. So do you also enjoy trips to Ikea? No, I fucking hate Ikea. <clears throat> the funny thing about Ikea is that- I hate going to Ikea. It's the worst place to go with your domestic partner, and it's the place you have to go with your domestic partner. Oh, man. And it's like, once you enter, you can only go one direction. You have to go all the way through the thing. They make you do that. Well, yeah, I mean, that's bad. But what's especially bad, and I guess this has changed because they moved, but the old Ikea in Burbank was a nightmare to get your stuff out of. Right. If you had anything, they had to go in a car. They had this like system where you had to, like, wrap around the block. Right. It was just a nightmare. Go back to, like, the pickup location? Oh, yeah. 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 It was... Ugh. I know. I think we've all had uh, some trying <laughs> moments at that... <laughs> Burbank that Ikea. Burbank Ikea. But then they opened the, like, Superstore. Yeah, I haven't been Also in Burbank. And, yeah, I haven't been, been back. There's... There's no uh, new Ektorp couches in my apartment um, or anything like that. Yeah. Why else was your week tough? Um, it was actually it's been really fun. I've been doing a lot of work in the house. My friend Dennis is in town. Right. He's incredibly handy and smart with like remodeling houses. When I had coffee with uh, Colin Campbell yesterday at Civil Coffee. Oh yeah. Uh, his phone was was beeping, and he was like, "Oh, it's David. He wants to borrow a sander." <laughs> We because cut we cut a hole in the ceiling of my kitchen. I saw that on Instagram. Why? We put a drop down ladder, and I'm gonna build an office in the attic. Really? Yeah. So Dude. We, we put in electricity, put in outlets and light switches and lights, put in a new big window in the attic, and then today we're gonna put insulation down and do the flooring. Mm-hmm. And I'll have a little office, have a little recording studio up there, place to work. Very cool. Yeah, I'm excited. So it's just a space at this point. Yeah, there's no drywall. There's you need to put down everything. Just plywood floors. So and this drywall. This gives you the way in. Yeah, now we can get up there. Cool. 
Congratulations. Thank you. So, and Dennis is your friend who's just like nice enough to come visit from somewhere and help you do this? Oh, I mean, I've paid for his trip. I'm putting him up. Where's he coming from? I'm feeding him, um, buying drinks, and I think we're having fun. That sounds like. He came from Kansas City. Cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. It must be nice to be uh, a homeowner. That's great. This homeowner thing. You know, two of the things that I did this week that I enjoyed the most have to do with my house. I refilled a hummingbird feeder. <laughs> And I, I cut a single rose and put it into a small vessel and put it on our dining room table. It's a Mr. Lincoln, a very like deep red colored rose with a beautiful scent um, that had flowered outside in, in the back. Those are like my two, the two highlights of my week probably. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I made a really good fried chicken sandwich last night. Yeah, it looked good. You sent me a, a video of the chicken fry in the pan. Yep. What'd you do to that? I just sort of impulsed. I saw a fried chicken sandwich on Instagram, and I just didn't wanted one. And so um, <laughs> when you when you texted me, you framed it like, I got to make Caitlin's fried chicken sandwich. She's on a deadline. Well, so Caitlin's on a deadline for the uncertain hour. Shout out to the but, uncertain hour. But really, you just saw a fried chicken sandwich on Instagram. No, I wanted to have that. I wanted to cook her dinner because. Um, Can I just remind you that the title of this podcast is. What is the title? Live from Nazareth. Dot, dot, I think it's by David and Richard. It's probably the title. The truth. <laughs> Why did you make that fried chicken sandwich? Be honest. I wanted to make her dinner, and um, I wanted fucking fried chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Whole Foods and I got um, some chicken thighs. I thought making a whole thigh would be good. Uh, so I got three chicken thighs. That you know, it was like a pound and a half of chicken, and I got. You know, I wish that I'd gotten that Bub and Grandma's bread. You were at Cookbook earlier. I know. I, I was just checking even, it out. Like the store has like ten things in it. How did you not notice that one of them was delicious bread? I wasn't ready at that bread. point. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> right. I wasn't. I didn't know if I was gonna like be going home. You know. Right. right. So, but yeah. In any case, it's no excuse. I should have gotten the bread, but I didn't know it was Bub and Grandma's. Um, any case, um, I got the thighs, and I got a few ingredients to make kind of like a pico de gallo kind of slaw it's so ironic that most of the time i have cabbage in my fridge because we got a farm box and there's just cabbage coming you know faster than i can sauerkraut it um but i didn't have any cabbage so yeah i got some stuff for a pico de gallo and and some of these little uh la brea bakery like buns where you you kind of finish baking them they take like five to seven minutes um and yeah I, i deboned the thighs uh, very inexpertly. I need to learn how to do that better. Um, s- put those into a little plastic container in the freezer to add to a, a stock, which we have like, you know, we're always saving yogurt containers full of like vegetable scraps and bones. Um, and we make like a huge witch's brew of stock, in this gigantic stock pot every once in a while. Um, never buy chicken stock. It's so much better uh, to make it at home. And then I, I just like salted it while I was like getting everything else together. I was like working pretty quickly. But then I was like, I'm gonna put a little fish sauce on this. Um, and I'd gotten buttermilk. Is it a marinade? I just, I just threw some fish sauce on, yeah. On the breast? On, on the thighs, thighs. yeah. Yep. Sorry. Um, we'll edit that not out. for long, because the fried chicken sandwich that I had seen on Instagram um, was posted by a great food writer named John Birdsall, who lives in Oakland, like in the neighborhood I used to live in up there. And he works a lot with this chef named James, and I'm not gonna say his name right, uh, Shihabut? <laughs> he's a, he has a Thai uh, last name, uh, he's, he's Thai. And uh, they, he has a restaurant up there called Komi, one called Hawker Fair, and I guess he's starting like a, a lunch spot called like Little Bird or something like that. So John had gone to like a soft opening or something, and that's where I saw this sandwich, and he had said hint of fish sauce, and I was like, that sounds like an intriguing idea. Um, so I threw the fish sauce on there, a little squid, um, got the plate set up with the buttermilk, all-purpose flour. That's all I've been doing recently when I do it quick. Mm-hmm. Just buttermilk, shake it off, dredge it in flour like crazy, fry it in peanut oil, and then season it afterwards. I had already put a little salt on the chicken just to like, you know, get her going but you know you can basically season it when you take it out of the fryer put it on the paper towels because it'll cling to 
that freshly fried breast. I'm sure you probably did that like in restaurants that you've worked in, right? Yeah. You take it out of the fryer, that's when you season it, right? Yeah, hot oil and salt. It's good. And then I made a little mayonnaise. I like made like a, you know, with a egg yolk, um, just for a little, little fat. It's good. Pico, Roma tomato, serrano pepper, onion and shallot, garlic, Meyer lemon juice. I didn't have mm. a lime. I had a Meyer lemon from my parents' tree. So that's what I did. She liked it. Nice. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Caitlin's story. It's going to be out real soon. So shout out to the Uncertain Hour. Yeah. She's doing this big story about... Um, it's very similar to what we do here. Very similar, yeah. Similar in terms of the production quality. About <laughs> a thought and time oh, for each episode. Uh, we only have like four minutes left. Okay. Um, what else do you want to talk about? How do you think we did this week? Uh, I think it was pretty good. I think it was good. I feel like there was a couple dead spots. Like actual dead air? <laughs> no, 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 no. Just, Just spots that you wouldn't want to listen to? Yeah, that, you know. You finish your waffle and you're leaving your eggs. I don't really want those eggs. I've gotten like not even halfway through this sandwich and I can't imagine. I was imagine. really excited. I'm really excited about Martha. I think yeah, she's. That was great. I, yeah, I think that was the highlight for me of the show. I mean. And like just knowing that we can be here and do this. Maybe Roman doesn't work on Fridays and Martha is just the way to go. Well, we just go with whatever, whoever's here. Yes. Oh, thank, thank you. you, Martha. You're we were just talking about how excited we are that you were willing to uh, sing for us. <laughs> I'm not a professional singer, but I try my best. <laughs> That's very nice of you. Thank you. Are you here every Friday? Is this your regular shift? Yeah, every Friday I'm here. We'll be here every Friday too. Okay, huh? I'll wait for you guys. Okay, we'll see you next <laughs> week. I'll see you next week. Thanks. Do you want these eggs? I can't like eat anything. This is not. That's yeah. I mean, I, I'm glad that I ordered it, but she's. It's too much. I don't really know. I think next week we'll have to return to. What is next Friday? What's the date? Oh, because you're leaving town for the uh, holidays. Well, yeah, but I'll be in. I'll be in town next Friday, so we will have an episode out next Friday. And I feel like we should tell the world that it exists. I'm ready. Should we do that today? Sure. Should we wait for the second episode to drop, or...? Yeah. Really? No. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever you think. I mean, what does uh, the man do that you work for that knows so much about podcasting? Well, so far we haven't put out a show, so I don't know. But, um... What, is the, what does the algorithm tell you is the best strategy for maximum exposure? <laughs> well, what, what is... Uh, what would public radio convention say? I think there's this weird thing in podcasting where it's like, you got to have three, then you're ready to go. Yeah. As if like that's the key to success. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you have three when you launch. Um, but we're not waiting until next no, week. Are you ready to tell the world? I'm ready to tell the world, yeah. I had a meeting. Everything's good. What are you going to tell them? Check out my new show that I do. My new professional venture. I think probably some of our friends might be interested, at least provisionally. Yeah. Might get a few likes yeah. on Facebook. In a couple the announcement, of but then once they this. actually like, listen to it. <laughs> That's what you do? Yeah. People are like, you haven't put a story out in forever. Yeah, how long has it been <laughs> since you put something out? It's been a while. Oh, but I have a... Um, I have a 99% visible story that's going to air Congrats. next week. It's a rerun. But oh, wow. I did, but Which look one? out for that. It's called Guerrilla Public Service. Is that the one about the freeway sign? Yeah. That's such a great no story. No spoiler alerts. Yeah. So that's going to come out. You guys got to listen to that story. Um, it really is David Weinberg, my, my good friend and co-host cool. at his best. How much time we got? We have 58 seconds left. And I think that I'm going to try to do a hard stop at the hour. Okay. So... Thank you, Martha. Yeah. We don't know your last name. Um, special thanks to Rob Amyarv for the help that you gave us last week and also for the help that you're going to give me later today. <laughs> uh, thanks uh, to our sponsors, Costco, Ikea, and Whole Foods 365. Right. And uh, thanks overall to the Astro yeah. 
for its unspoken hospitality <laughs> <laughs> that we will continue to take advantage of until we have to move somewhere else. <laughs> I kind of like the idea that we might move somewhere else and it would still be called the Astro. Yeah, because it's still in the same solar system. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye.